Hi friends, you are listening to Key Ministry, the podcast. This is episode 26, and today we are talking about helping grieving families through the holidays. I am one of your co-hosts, Sandra Peoples, and my family is one of those grieving families this year. We lost my big sister uh, who had Down syndrome and lived with my parents. We lost her at the end of the summer, and so this is the first time we will be navigating these holidays without her. And of course, she made the holidays more fun and more joyful and more special. She really brought us together in a unique way. Uh, Plus her birthday is just two days after Christmas. And so as we're looking ahead and making plans, we can just feel this kind of heavy sorrow that is going to be permeating our holiday celebrations. And just because of where we have been in the last two years, there's lots of families like mine who may be grieving this holiday season, the loss of a loved one or just other things that can be heavy during the holidays. So I thought it would be helpful to talk today about how churches can come alongside these grieving families and offer support, um, offer practical help, be a spiritual encouragement to them, just be able to walk with them through this holiday instead of it feeling even more isolating and even harder because these families are missing somebody that they love so much. So let's jump into these ideas that I've had and hopefully one or two of them will connect with you and you as the ministry leader will be able to reach out Uh, to a family that you know that's grieving, or you can really use this through a small group or a Sunday school class or a life group and really get a group of support around these families as they go through this season so that the burden of caring for them through this hard time isn't just on one person, but that you guys really share the load so that they feel completely enveloped in love and care. Okay, I have six ways that we can bless and support grieving families. And so let's talk through those right now. Number one, say something. (laughs) I think it's interesting how we don't say something when somebody is grieving because we don't want to bring it up. But for that family, it's always on their minds. The, The person that they lost is always on their minds and on their heart. And so you asking a question about how they're doing or how it's going uh, is never an intrusion. It just helps remind them that somebody sees them and somebody cares. And so I think the first thing is just to say something, just acknowledge, man, this is going to be your first Christmas without the person that you care for, the person that you love, part of your family. I'm I'm sure it's going to be a tough time. And in addition to that, the second thing is you can share a memory of the person that they lost with them. Maybe something that brings a smile to your face this time of year or just something that you feel is lacking in your own life if you knew that person. Uh, Even when people tell us uh, they miss seeing Sybil at church or a family member reaches out and says, oh, I really miss getting a card from her this year. Just sharing something personal as you encourage that person and a memory that you have with the person that they lost can be 
uh, a really sweet time, especially if it's something maybe they didn't even know. (laughs) And you're telling them a little story that happened between you and that person, but the person you're speaking to hadn't heard that story yet. That can be, uh, it just adds to their memories of that person and can be such a blessing. So the next one is more practical help, and it especially applies to families who have kids, uh, just because if a family is really experiencing some deep grief, they are going to reevaluate their traditions and what it feels like to have Christmas without the person that they're missing. And so if the family has kids, there may be some things that the kids want to do that the parents just don't have the bandwidth to do, or there may be some activities like at church or at school that they're just not going to make it to because their grief is so deep. I'm thinking of like a Christmas Eve service or driving around to see Christmas lights or some kind of, you know, if there's a kid's concert at the church, but a family is missing somebody who would have been participating in that or would have been with them, uh, but there's still some family members who want to go. One of the ways that you could reach out is offering to include that family's kids in some of the activities that you're doing with your kids. And so if you're driving around to look at Christmas lights, uh, you could offer to pick up your friend's kids and let those kids drive around and look at them with you. Or If there is a certain movie that you and your family watch and you're willing to add a couple of more kids over for popcorn and watching that movie, that would be a blessing. Or offering to pick up the kids in the family and take them to a church event if the parents just feel like they are unable to do that. That would be a really big blessing. Really just anything so that the kids uh, don't feel like they're missing out on anything that is important to them, even if mom and dad just don't have the capacity or the energy to be able to include all of these things in their family plans. The next idea is to give a gift that the family can enjoy that maybe last a little while longer, something um, that either represents the person or something that makes things more beautiful around their home. So I'm thinking like a poinsettia or a Christmas ornament that makes you think of the person that they lost or a candle or a special thing for their kitchen. So while they're cooking, they can remember your care for them, but also the person that they lost. You know, after funerals, we give lots of flowers and lots of plants that come in and uh, we had them decorating our house after my sister's service and, and they just brought me a lot of joy. There's some that I'm still watering each week and caring for and enjoying having around. And so giving a family a gift that just kind of says this is in remembrance of the person you lost and in honor of you and and hopefully will just help bring you some comfort in this season, that would be a really sweet gesture. The next one is making enough of whatever you're making, making enough of that to share with the other family. So if you are famous for your Christmas cookies or if you make the best apple pie, that sharing some of that with somebody else, especially this year when they may be too tired to do the extras, they may be too tired to decorate the cookies or make the pie that they usually make and they are getting the bare minimum done, but they aren't able to get all the extras done. And if you could fill in with some of your extras 
to help what they feel like they're lacking. That would be such a blessing. It, it would just help it feel like Christmas brings the sense to me of abundance. There's abundant desserts and there's abundant food and abundant presents to open. And, and a family that's going through a season like we're going through, all you can feel is the lack. It, it's so glaring and always present with you. And so if other people could serve us by through their abundance, through what they have that's extra, that would just really mean a lot this year as we're kind of looking around, feeling what's missing, and even our own lack of energy to do some of the things. And so somebody serving us very practically with just some extras from what they have of cookies or pie or even a favorite side dish, that would be really welcome. And then the last one, support their need to make new traditions. So especially if you're friends with this family and maybe you know what their family traditions are and they come to you and they say, I just don't know if I can do this <laughs> this year. Be encouraging and supportive of that and just be patient and give grace and tell them it's okay to to do things differently this year. It's okay to not have the time and energy to do all the things that they've done before and help them maybe come up with new ideas. If that's one of the reasons they're coming to you to talk through this, help them think of other things they could do that would be meaningful as well, but are just maybe in a different way. Now they may want to do everything exactly the same and not change anything this year. And of course we can support that too. And, and that's, I think, when we kind of fill in with the extras from our abundance so that if they take comfort in still doing everything the same way, we can fill in and, and add to what they have so they don't feel like it's making them quite as tired. So like if you usually have a cookie exchange with this family, you could still do that tradition, but maybe let them know, hey, we, we really want you to come, but we understand if you don't have the time or the energy to make cookies this year, and you can just come and participate and, and take home all kinds of cookies, but we understand if you are not in the right place to be making your own and bringing those and contributing. So a lot of it is just being a good friend. It's sitting and listening and, and figuring out what this family needs and how you can support that. And like I said at the beginning, I think something that may be really key is spreading out the support so that it's not all on one person, but that you have other people who are also reaching out to this family. So you're not doing all of that in the middle of your busy holiday as well, but recruiting extra people to care for these families and love them can start other relationships or strengthen other existing relationships. And so don't feel like you need to be the one to meet every need, but spread that out a little bit and then just get creative on who can do what, especially if we're talking about this so early in the season, you could plan six weeks ahead of time and you could take each one of these six ideas and recruit five other people in this family's life and, and kind of give each one of them one of these ideas and let them reach out to the family in the way that they feel comfortable to offer help or pick up the kids or share from their abundance or take over a poinsettia or whatever feels right to that family. So 
I'm so thankful in these seasons that God gives us the gift of the church. He gives us this family and that scripture shows us that we rejoice together and we mourn together. And so in this season that is usually full of rejoicing, we have to be aware that there's some families who are mourning. And as their church family, we can love them, encourage them, support them, really come around them and offer the support that they need and just make this an easier season for them so that they feel loved and seen and that somebody is acknowledging the loss that they have and sees that and feels that themselves as well. So I hope this episode has been helpful. It's really helped me just to think through it and talk through it and and offer ideas. Sometimes in our own hurting, (laughs) I want to turn around and say, well, who's experiencing something very similar to what I'm experiencing and how can I help them through that as well? So this has been helpful for me to talk through and think about others in my life that I can comfort with the comfort I have received from Christ, as scripture tells us. So... We would love for you to stop by keyministry.org, our website. You can see the show notes there, and you can find all kinds of other resources for supporting families and encouraging them during this time. We are excited about the content that we have coming your way in the next couple months as we finish this year strong. We are praying for you and your churches and your family and the families you serve through the holidays that they would connect with Christ and that they would feel the love that their churches have for them during this special time. So thank you for listening today. Uh, If you enjoyed the content, be sure to hit subscribe or give us a five-star rating. That really helps other families and ministry leaders find this podcast and know that it might be helpful for them as well. So thank you as always for listening and we will see you next week. Thank you.